morning, good afternoon, good night, everyone. Hey, 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 fellow lovers, healers, and manifestors. Yes. How are you feeling today, Dr. Velvet? Oh, man, listen, it's always a reason to complain, but despite it all, I am always feeling wonderful and happy and lovely. Awesome mindset, right? Yeah. Same here. Same here. That could, it could yeah. be many things to stress and worry about, but we woke up this morning. I'm drinking a nice cup of green tea, so delish, and I'm on a podcast with you on our mission to heal hearts and bring awareness to trauma. I believe yeah. it's still in its infancy, so to speak, which is insane, right? Yes. All yeah. the money that we spend on healthcare and well, bam, <laughs> nothing on this topic that well. So awesome that you say that because from our little light itinerary here, um, one of our topics we'd love to talk about with you all today is negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Negative thoughts. So, right. Like you said, there is always a reason to complain. That would be a negative thought. But I'm feeling great. Yes. Yeah. So would you like to lead us? Sure. So um, we decided to talk about uh, negative thoughts because I had um, a wonderful woman reach out to me and she, yesterday and she wanted to know um, if I'm still suffering from trauma or hurt. What are some things that shows I haven't actually healed? So I just asked her a couple of questions. Do you love yourself fully? Do you put up proper boundaries from those that break your heart? Do you have negative self-thoughts? And if we're honest, a lot of us deal with negative self-thoughts. And we have to fix it. We have to stop the automatic negative self-thoughts. I call it the ants. No more ants. No more automatic automatic negative self-thoughts because that is the quickest way to continuing with high levels of stress, high levels of cortisol. Um, all those things contribute to diseases, illness, and death. That's deep. And, um, you know, uh, I, I I use two names for you interchangeably, Doctor 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 Velvet, Doctor Love, and Coach. <laughs> so you guys know who I'm referencing when I say that. But Doctor Velvet, uh, when I first started coaching with you several years ago, mm-hmm. um, I was in LA at the time, and I remember that's one of the things. Very simple strategy, technique, tip, whatever you prefer to call it, that you taught me. You said. Hey, Jerome, let me ask you something. And I said, yeah. You said, if you had ants in your head, what would you do? And I said, I would get them out right away, you know, (laughs) especially if they're red ants or fire ants, you know, they're going to bite you up. And you said, exactly. And you want to do the same thing with the ants in your head. And um, and, uh, it sounds, you know, and ladies and gentlemen, from a a practical standpoint, there's a million videos, articles, podcasts that teach you this stuff, but you want to find the one that resonates with you essentially, and you want to really 
implement this stuff, mm-hmm. right? It's so easy to just be like, oh, it sounds so good. And yeah, I'll do that. But like really making it a lifestyle as if you were taught these things since you were an infant, right? Where it becomes automatic, right? And and, and get busy because what happened for me was I had to find myself in a place in life where I'm like, dude, like, look, we got to go look in the mirror here, brother. Mm-hmm. And I had to get busy. I had to get busy. When, when, you know, when your kid needs new shoes, right? You have to go get busy. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't be, oh, what's the word, coach? You, you, you can't be lackadaisical about mm-hmm. it. You yes. have to be a tense, intentional, pay a lot of attention to it. And um, I think that's a, a, a powerful one in terms of uh, battling negative thoughts. And not even battle, I, I, battle them, overcome them. Just if there's weeds in the garden, yes, they're negative because they can get ugly. But all we have to do is pluck them out from the roots and the garden keeps looking beautiful. So it's just a part of life, you know. And um, coach, where do you think negative thoughts come from, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not even where they come from, but maybe this person says, uh, I don't think I have very many negative thoughts. And another person says, oh, my God, I don't know what to do with all these negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. I, uh, negative thoughts generally come from unhealed loved ones, be it our spouses, our parents, our siblings. Someone somewhere in our life told us we were a loser or we weren't good enough or we failed at this or we, what for whatever reason, ourselves created a, a voice in our head that just really degraded us. Um, and yeah, so you just have to understand that what people think of you is none of your business. Mm. And you have to understand that monsters don't sleep under your bed. They oftentimes sleep inside of our heads. Ooh, man, you're dropping dropping nuggets. Let me so you say that one more time about the monsters. Monsters don't sleep under your bed, they sleep inside of your head. Mm. That's heavy. That's heavy. You you worried about a monster under the bed and the monster's really in your head. <laughs> that, mon- that monster playing incognito all on you, huh? Wow. So we c- And then we the c- other one mm-hmm. was awesome. Um, what other people think of you is none of your business. I want to, I- I'll try to make this as quick as possible. But um, during a coaching, it was a post a coaching session with you, which are, which, which are wonderful and mm-hmm. worth, worth all the value that you get in them. You sent me a picture, uh, a video from YouTube of a healthy child versus an unhealthy child, right? In, in, in terms of development, the healthy, and they put a, they put them in a high chair and they put some blocks in front of them. And the healthy children were intensely involved with the blocks. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the kids that had healthy child development, they were intense on the blocks, the blocks, the blocks. You know, they were playing intensely with the blocks. If you guys can and, and gals can picture this. Then they put another child in that high chair that was deemed, uh, you know, had unhealthy child development. And that child 
was not concerned with the blocks very much. It was intensely concerned about what was going on around it. In the environment. Right. Yeah, that was deep. I'm like, whoa, that was deep. It, I mean, you know, he, he's looking back, he's looking forward, he's looking to the right. The blocks are ah, interesting, but what's going on in the environment? What's going to happen next to me? Yeah, and I can relate coming up with the amount of trauma that I did. I was very overly concerned with what's going on in my environment. What does this person think of me? Who, who, how could you ever predict or care, you know, what another person thinks of you? Mm-hmm. Um, a favorite one of mine, I believe it's Eleanor Roosevelt. She said, why care about what other people think of you when other people barely even think? Mm. Wow. So, you know, you, you got to really just want it for yourself in terms of, implementing these 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 tips that are going to help you overcome traumas um let me ask you something coach what point in your life if you can recall did this become uh no longer a game for you or 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 wishful but it came serious business of you know ants gotta eradicate them at all costs i'm not gonna sit here and play with them um, age 40, when I, when I realized that the stories I was telling myself were going to kill me, I Oof. was going to literally kill myself with negative self thoughts. I was a victim. I was always looking to tell a sad story. And I realized that I, everything in my life has been my fault. I can blame my mother. I can blame all these outside sources. But it's only me that can change things for me. I cannot continue looking outside of me to blame others. And so once you do that and you get that level of self-love and then you find the power to start eating alone in a restaurant, you find the power to sit alone in a movie theater, you start to realize you could do anything in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, you might want to rewind that or play that again because I can totally really relate to that. And you can. A lot of times we go through things and we want to seek other people, you know. And I'm not here to judge or anything like that, but I can relate to that. I'm a bit of an introvert, so it makes it a little bit easier for me. And, and an extrovert might really find that challenging, but when yes, it's so true. Um, I was at a point in my life where I didn't have any friends. I just had a girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? And we broke up. So now, not only am I going through the, the stresses and the, the the process of breaking up, I don't have anybody to go to, you mm-hmm. know, to really, to really hang out with. Whereas mm-hmm. her, she had, you know, she had countless friends. Actually, the friends that I had were her friends. So when we broke up, <laughs> she took all her friends with her, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I found myself spending a lot of time alone. Um, I even went to Six Flags Fright Fest alone. So if we can just get rid of, or not get rid of, but recognize when there is a negative thought in our head and turn it over and and we become that self-parent, that self-soother, and we say, no, I am not a loser. I am amazing. I am incredible. It's okay that this thing happened. It will be better. 
you know, if we could just fix that, um, it, it will change your life. It will change the depth of love that you feel for yourself and things will become better. You will be able to recognize green flags and red flags and the difference between the two. Okay. Awesome. Well, I, I, um, I definitely agree with you at, you know, you started this journey at 40. I started at 31 and uh, just like you, for me, it was out of desperation. Everything that, you know, I, I like to be funny, right? They, you can have the Midas touch or everything you touch turns to gold or you can have the Jerome touch. (laughs) <laughs> where everything you touch turned to dust. And oh, I, no. I, I, no, then, Coach, you know, okay. I, there was a lot of learning. But back yes. then, it's just like everything I would do, I would, you know, and there were many blessings in that, too. But it's like, mm-hmm. man, and again, it comes from, in my childhood, wins were not celebrated. Mm-hmm. Failures? Oh. Mm-hmm. It, they really were. And I, as an adult, it, it was happening to me a lot. And I'm like, dude, I really want to fix this. I'm actually a pretty, very smart young man. And mm-hmm. had I went to college, I would have studied psychology and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of, again, childhood wounds, 18 years old, get kicked out of the house. There's one thing on my mind. I have to survive. How do you survive? Well, one way that we survive is by making money. And I didn't, I didn't, I, I went for money. So Mm-hmm. All these things that you're saying, self-parenting, ants, um, very, very useful techniques, but you have to practice. Just like if you ever played sports, you played an instrument, anything takes practice, even algebra. I loved algebra. You have to sit there and practice. You get homework, and then you ace the test. I used to love acing tests. That's why I took <laughs> my class lessons and my homework seriously because once the test came it was like any mini money mo mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so awesome so let's jump right into what you said about um that's a very interesting to me interesting one for me i'm going to actually be learning with our audience here on this one mm-hmm. relational green flags and you also had mentioned red flags um mm-hmm. uh would you like to like educate us on that Yes, so we talked a lot about narcissism and unhealed, um, you know, parents and spouses and what that looks like. Um, You know, you can easily find out what red flags are, what, um, you know, you can easily research that. But what we don't often talk about is green flags. So... I'm not going to spend time talking about red flags because it's literally the opposite of the green flags that I'm going to okay. break down for you. And okay. I want you to know when I, when we say relational green flags, we're not just talking about um, marriages and, and relationships. We're talking about work relationships. We're talking about um, all relationships with your children and so on and so forth. Just so life. Yes. So I have a list here. And if you see these type of flags with someone you're dealing with, congratulations, you have won the lottery. (laughs) Big congratulations. (laughs) So they make you feel seen, heard and appreciated. 
Two, they share compatible goals for the relationship. Three, they are actively working on growth and healing. Four, they are intentional about resolving conflicts. You know, resolving conflict. We need to show more compassion and less reaction. Five, they show up authentically and offer you space to do the same. Six, they set honor and respect boundaries. Seven, they communicate clearly and honestly. Eight, they speak about their ex-partners with respect. With respect and oftentimes beautiful lessons learned. Nine, they encourage your connections with others. They want you to go out with your friends and families and people you love. Because when you're happy, they're happy. Nine, their words and behaviors align. How often do people say them good, good words? You'd be like, ooh, baby, talk that talk. <laughs> their actions, though, it's a right. whole nother thing. Right, another so line. Words and behaviors align. And finally, 10, they apologize when they are wrong. Oof. Oof. Man, you got me want to like speak a alien language over there. <laughs> Man, um, very powerful. I'd love to know what you, you know what what sticks out to 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 the to the guys and the gentlemen that are listening to this call. Uh, whenever you are, I, I, I'm just gonna comment on the last one because they were they were all good, and uh, yeah. So that's something to reflect on there, but never apologizing. Mm. You know, my mom. That it just, it just was like, uh, it, it, it just was not something she would ever do. And if she did, it'd be like a, yeah, my bad. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you just violated me, and your apology was, yeah, my bad. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. You could have kept that. I mean, you just added more insult to injury. Mm. 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 And. And guys, that's why this is real, because if you don't go heal, right, it's like you come into the doctor. Doctor says, listen, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. If you don't go heal, you're going to continue to attract that or be that. Right. I told you guys one of the reasons that I had to change is because, I mean, again, I was I was touching things and they turned to dust. As much as I despise the things that my mother did to me in my relationship with a great girl, guess what I did? I was just like my mom, right? The mm-hmm. apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So I'm stopping. I look at it. You know, there's there's levels to narcissism. Again, when mm-hmm. you start to study and dive in, you have traits and you have the disorder, <laughs> right? I guess you mm-hmm. can maybe look at it as... Uh, what, what could you look at, Coach? Uh, uh, entry level of cancer, like there's mm-hmm. just a little bit of node, and then the full blown, like uh, we got about six months left on the clock here, you know. Yes. And uh, I certainly have the traits, you know. But it's all that I knew. You always teach me when I when I when I talk to you about it in our coaching sessions, and I'm like, man, Coach, I can't believe I I really did that, and that that's so. 
how could I do that? And you said, Jerome, who'd you, who'd you, who coached you? Who, I mean, mm-hmm. who taught you? Mm-hmm. Who raised you? Who mm-hmm. programmed you, Jerome? Don't mm-hmm. beat yourself up about it. Go fix it like you're doing now. Continue yes. to do that. So yes. I don't know which one of those 10 is your favorite coach, but that last one there is, and, I, and it, really quick, I was the same way. But, you know, I was overly apologetic sometimes, too. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would violate my girl, and then I would, like, oh, let's go buy you a purse. You know, which is like, it's just, we're shopping because you wanted to be an asshole. Yeah. Like, you know, like, come on, man, let's go shopping, like, just because, or, you know, another reason, not because you were, you were unhealed and now you're trying to overcompensate buying me a $500 purse and $200 wallet, you know? Yes, and, and that right there, you know, I'm glad you said that. That's a classic red flag where instead <laughs> of a person apologizing, they come home and they say, Come on, baby. I'm going to take you to your favorite restaurant. Oh, look what I got through your favorite bag. But you didn't give me an apology. But thank you for the bag. Thank you for the dinner. But that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would say that my favorite of them all is, you know, words and behaviors alignment because I mm-hmm. love words, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I'm a sucker for words. Mm-hmm. I, I, I used to be, but man, if you could talk that talk, like, <laughs> and so it's nothing more disappointing when the behaviors are not aligning with the words. Cause I believed you. I believed you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, that, and, and, and as a man, right. I, I see a ticket to be an extremely attractive person to a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, you know, I'm not, it is what it is. Yeah. Sometimes I say I'm not proud to say this, but how could it is what it is. My grandfather was a pimp. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that's mm-hmm. how he got my grandma, you know. <laughs> but, so the way with words is that kind of comes a little naturally to me speaking well, you know, having confidence. But and then I'll hook you in mm-hmm. and then I'll lose you with without having any. So getting my things together as as a male and having that alignment i mean come on your girlfriend's gonna you know this this is not a sex talk show but man she's gonna love you man mm-hmm. i mean you you just kiss her and she's just like ah you know what i mean she gotta mm-hmm. change her pants after her kiss she loves you so much mm-hmm. you know? yes yes indeed and and i would i would also like to to say uh about green flags and and red flags is it's very important to be very aware of what these flags are looking like. Stop taking red flags and, and pimping them out. You you see a red flag, so you didn't turn that thing into a dress and you looking fly in that red dress. Or you see a red flag and you just going to tie it around your, your knee and, and turn into a fashion icon. No, see the red flag and go the other way. Go the other way. And also, a lot of times our family members and our loved ones, they they come with a whole bunch of red flags. And you have to and you have to be in their vicinity. You can't evade it. You can't run. So what you would want to do in those situations is to put up proper boundaries. Let them know what you're not going to do with when you hear something or see something that you don't like, let them know that. If this becomes an argument, you leave. 
You do whatever you have to do for your own happiness and your own sanity. Put up firm boundaries. Love yourself enough to do that for you. Don't worry about trying to change that other person. That person might change on their own time or they might die stuck on stupid. Either way, it's not your problem. You worry about what you can control and that's you and you leave. You put up that boundary and you do what's best for you. Wow. So powerful. I remember in my last relationship, which I reflect on quite a bit just to better myself. I don't like to rehash the past and rehash the past, but early in your journey, sometimes it's cool to go go, go back and kind of like, hold on, you know, it's like watching a movie a second time, you know, you get a little more from it. Um, over the course of a 10-year relationship, the first five years, I was able to be very toxic and get away with it. Even I'd be toxic and get somebody to apologize for me. I'll be in the wrong and get an apology, mm. you know, but at about year six, she started to become very oh, like oh, like things. There was a shift going on, and by year nine, the things you're talking about, she like she was doing them on her own, putting up boundaries and mm. like like the, the the crap that was flying in the beginning. I guess you know. I guess her lucky stars really just started to make her aware. But maybe even just your heart. Your heart knows. Like man, and, and this is a girl that comes from a a, a very healthy family. You know, mm. especially relationally. So her natural instinct was probably, dude, I'm not 21 and just goofy about goofy for you anymore. You know what I mean? Like I'm 27 mm. years old. I'm not about to deal with this. You know what I mean? I shouldn't have dealt with it then. Mm -hmm. But my point was, it was very interesting to watch that shift and now to reflect back on it. Because mm -hmm. back then I was kind of trying to get the situation back to what it used to be. Now mm -hmm. I'm like. Oh, she did the smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. She was wise. Yes. So, and powerful. and you, she was wise, and you were learning. Correct. And Most you definitely. be at, gentle with yourself about that. Mm -hmm. You, right. you had the teachers in your life, and she had the teachers in her life, and they were two totally different type of teachers. Definitely. That's kind of what I was going to say. You you already knew because, of course, you know, you know, I learned a lot of this stuff from you and then I go practice it during my day. But, yeah, she learned this at home. Mm -hmm. I learned the what I learned at home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, a woman, a woman can love hard and love can be blind. So in the beginning, you know, she kind of like, oh, maybe he'll change, you know. But after, after after five years, she's like, hold on, I don't I don't come from those, I don't come from no crap like this, bro. Mm -hmm. Stop playing with me, man. And I think that's this right here, what we're doing, this is why this is so powerful because like y'all listening, we are not perfect people. We've been through some shit. That's why we on here talking to you guys to, to save you. You know what I mean? To save you the way that we wanted to be saved before we messed up things and before we made mistakes. Every day we work on ourselves us talking to you right now is us working on us Everything. so we growing building evolving right along with you all family like we in this together and and we are not perfect and we got rap sheets to prove it you know i don't know about coach jay i've been arrested i've been uh, detained i've been through it 
And it's made me better. And I'm thankful for it all. So I just say, let's 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 win out here, family, and let's forgive, let's love each other, and let's continue moving forward as better beings. And thank you. Absolutely, you know, and uh, ditto. You know, this it's all about love, and the the love is that's what's really gonna bind all this together. You know, like, let's say you have a gap on your arm or, I mean, you have to go in for a gash. They're going to clean it out. They're going to put some ointment on it. But the glue afterwards, you know, for the staple, is the, the staple glue, I see that as, which keeps it binded, if I'm making any sense here, mm-hmm. for what we're doing in healing, right? I was giving a physical example, but an emotional example, the love is the glue to all this, mm-hmm. right? You can do the you can do the ants and 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 the self parenting and you and those things will work, but when you add in the love, it's like that's 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 like the the multiplier that that ten x key, mm. you know. That's why um even just with having Doctor Doctor Love in my life um, you know who we you know uh, we she may allowed me to feel love you know like mm. okay I was going through a lot. I, I was just handling a lot of business, but I didn't have a lot of people to say, hey, you are loved, you are special, you are deserving. And it sounds so corny, but some person, somebody just come. One day I was walking down the street as an example when I'm done, and a homeless <laughs> man told me, I'm, I'm, I'm serious, I'm at a, I'm kind of a sad, sad space in life, just a little bit of depression, you know, and I'm eating a cheeseburger and drinking a lemonade, and a homeless man walked by and he said, hey, son, I'm like, huh? He said, you are loved. Mm. And I I was startled for a second, and then I smiled, and I was like, thank you. Wow. A homeless man just ran it like the, the universe used a homeless man to say, hey, brighten up. You're eating a cheeseburger. I'm home. You know what I mean? He didn't say that, but like, brighten up. You are loved. You, you are okay. And that's what this community is truly all about on top of the strategies. Um, that's what inspires me to keep doing what we're doing. It's early on right now, but I can't wait till there's a community of people who can who can vibe on all this. Mm. Mm. Wow. Exciting. Yeah. So thank awesome. you. Thank you for another great show. Thank you all for listening. Every day we're getting better at this thing. You know, we out here we doing it ugly, and we want y'all to do it ugly, too. Whatever your dream is, go do it and do it ugly. It's going to get better. It's going to be amazing, but you got to start. And this is us just starting where we are. And I'm going to close it out. <laughs> we said that already, but go to your favorite YouTuber. Go to your favorite anybody, favorite website. Go back to the original version. You can even do this with websites using other websites. Go back to when they first started. It's always ugly when you first start out from the beginning. Seven years later, five years later, it looks amazing. But when you go back to that first video, sort them from the beginning to the end instead of newest, oldest to newest, instead of newest to oldest. And you'll see it. So we're on our journey, and we're excited to continue helping you all. Much love. Much love. Check.